You may be seated. Let's pray. Father, we're greatly honored to open up the Holy Scriptures. This is not your advice. This is your wisdom. We pray that you will give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to do what you require from us. You compel and force nobody because there is a judgment day that we will stand responsible for our decisions in life. We thank you for everyone present. We pray your anointing and your blessing so that Christ will be honored and glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just one or two things, please, Wednesday, bring full house, come everybody. We have people from Namibia and from France here. It's our first visitors in this building. Amen. Amen. Then also we take serious our time of fasting to the glory of God. And we also Wednesday will have a session of prayer and intercession to the glory of the Lord. Please invite people for Ark, as they said. Um, just repeating, because we will have fivefold leaders, the top, top leaders in Cape Town here, on next Sunday evening, 5 p.m., and we look forward to a powerful time. So invite your people, your family, because we're going to share about seven warnings and seven prophecies from the heart of Jesus to his church. Hallelujah opening up the book of Revelations to, to God's glory. We're happy to have all of our visitors here. We hope it's not the first time that you're here and that you will come often. And anybody who look for a powerful end-time church, a powerful church, this is, if I didn't belong to this church, I would have joined this church. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Amen. Another thing I heard yesterday that from the 7th of May uh, till the 28th, next week when all comes together, the world have requested, the church have requested that we fast and pray for Israel. That's very powerful because many Jews are coming to the Lord in their droves. Many are seeing Jesus is the Messiah, and it's prophesied in the Bible when the veil of blindness is removed from Israel that the end of the church age is here. Amen. End of the church age is here. Thousands of Jews are accepting Jesus as the Messiah. And next, and so they Fast and pray many churches for 21 days. And 21 is a significant from the 7th till the 28th of May. Because, twen you know, it was on the 21st day that after Daniel prayed for 21 days that the angel Michael broke through and broke the power of Iran or Persia, the prince of Persia. Hallelujah. And we know Iran and these nations, Syria, 
Russia, Turkey, they all surrounded by the border of Israel, preparing for a war against Israel. And that war is the war of Ezekiel 38 and 39 that might any time happen. My God. Amen. Are we not living in biblical times? Praise the Lord. So let us also in our fasting pray for Israel, Jerusalem, Arabs, Muslims. But the Bible says those who pray for the peace of Jerusalem, God will cause them to prosper. Hallelujah. Praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Jerusalem out of all the cities is the city of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we look forward to doing just that, praying for the salvation of Jews. This morning you may turn to Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. The preaching this morning is about these eight powers of a crucified lifestyle Satan are scared of. Amen. The devil fears the eight powers of a crucified life. Therefore, the devil is so much against the cross or against believers taking up the cross. Without the cross in the church and believers living a crucified life, the church is powerless. The church is weak. And you will see why the church today are in a great number despised and very little effect in the world. It's because believers don't take up their cross. The devil hates the cross. Amen. The devil hates that you live for Christ. The devil don't like you living a surrendered life to the Lord Jesus. Most preaching is about what can we get out of God. More suckers, more consumers, and that's babyhood. If you're a child, just think you an ATM machine as my two sons when they grew up. When we walk in the mall, they will say, Daddy, there's the machine. In other words, there's the money. That's babyhood. Now, most preaching and most people serve God for what they can get out of God. We want a new car. We want a better house. We want better suits. We want better watches. We want a better promotion, more money. That's why people serve the Lord. That's the, that's the heart of preaching today. Healing, sickness, and uh, people feel, where's God? Why don't God help me? Why don't God come through for me? My God. Do you hear me? Do you agree that's babyhood? Amen. You wish your child can grow up, that he can ask, what can I do for this family? What can I contribute? As JFK, uh, uh, President Kennedy said, don't ask, what can your country do for you? 
us what can you do for your country. Even our country is going down because people feel the government must give, give them houses. Give them and don't want to sacrifice. America, the American dream is based on everybody's free, but you have to work and sacrifice to accomplish the American dream. My God. So I want to preach, and it's not something new. It's also a continuation of what I preached two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I stopped at our third uh, preaching in this, in this uh, uh, direction of that you must grow up to become a soldier. Now, a soldier is somebody that wrote his death sentence himself. Is it so? If you become a soldier, therefore people weep when they go and see off the young men going to war or going for training as a soldier because they know he has written his death sentence. He's prepared to die for the country. He's prepared to lay down his life for even his family and, and protecting his country. The Lord wants soldiers. That's the highest form of maturity in the Christian faith. Your pastor is a soldier. Hallelujah. Come through fights, difficulties. Me and my wife, people mocking, people cursing, people accusing, and people attacking even our church. You must be a soldier. Hallelujah. You must take pain. You must take suffering. You must take disappointments. Hallelujah. We're raising up in friends of Daniel Kingdom Church. Soldiers to the glory of God. For that sake, let's read that people can see. You can see so before I read Philippians 2 Timothy chapter 2. I think it's verse 3 or, and 4. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Wow, look what Paul says. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Suffer. Wow, do you see that? When you serve the Lord according to the scripture, expect Suffering, mocking, opposition, rejection. You're not part of this company. You're not part of this party. You're not part of the clique. You ought one out. Amen. Do you hear me? Suffer hard. A soldier is a hard man. Amen. His heart. Wow. Therefore, you cannot, the people say, why don't they bring the army into our community and stop the crime? No, soldiers are not like policemen. Policemen is to keep order. Soldiers are killing machines. They are fighters. They cannot come and bring order. They will 
They won't let the, the one with drugs go to court. They will just shoot him. <laughs> Do you hear? Amen. This is, listen, as I pray, the Bible is not opinions. We take the word of God serious and literally. And the word of God will make you nauseous. The word of God will be bitter in your mouth, but sweet in your stomach. In other words, in your mouth you say, this is not uh, uh, so nice. But if you apply it, first it will be bitter, but it will turn your life around. And you will become sweet to God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That's in Revelation 10. We don't need to turn there. The Lord said to, to, to John, eat the book and it will be bitter in your mouth, but it will be sweet in your stomach. Hallelujah. Praise God. Or it can be the other way around too. It can be bitter. It can be sweet in your mouth and it will turn your life around. Hallelujah. Amen. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. The next verse. No soldier in active service entangles, look at that word, entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Wow, wow. Do you see that? Amen. The word is a soldier cannot enter. And that's what Pharaoh wants. That's what the world wants. Even many who, even in our church, sometimes come to the Lord, suddenly he gets a job, he must work on a Sunday. In other words, he cannot be. And he must work on a Wednesday when we have prayer meeting. It's the devil behind the system of the world to make the church weak. Amen. And if you want to please God, even if the salary is 2000 less per month, but you're not going to work on a Sunday because it's the Lord's day. In the eyes of the world, that's foolishness. But you suffer for the sake of Christ Jesus. We have a lawyer here, Jason, his firm closed down. And uh, he was for a month or two at home. Then a friend of his who was also working with him told him, in Joburg, there's a job for you. And uh, they phoned him, the people in charge. They gave him much more money than he had that he received in Cape Town. But he must come to stay in Gauteng, the city of gold. Because of the teaching of the word and because of taking up his cross, he, 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 even before he spoke to me, he said to me, no, pastor, I'm not going. I, I'm not going. Wow. Then here there was two other offers that they want to give him. One less than what he earned, the other also more. But he was waiting on God. And me and him said, wait on God. And then the firm phoned him, him back again from Johannesburg and said, we will give you that money if you start an office in Cape Town. And he started an office in Cape Town. Hallelujah. 
But the offer that he received at first was a test of his faith. Amen. The Lord is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. He will take care of you. But Pharaoh didn't want the Jews to leave Egypt. So the devil, Pharaoh of the world, the devil is the God of this world. He don't want a lot let his children go out of Egypt. The system of the world. My God. So don't get entangled in the affairs of everyday life. Why? The government look after a soldier. A soldier don't look where for his house, for the education of his children, what he's going to wear. If you're a soldier, your government take care of you. Is it so? They provide a house, see that there's groceries, pay the education for your children, and look very, very well after you. Do you hear me? So God's government, if you are a soldier in the kingdom of God and in the church of God, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. He will take care of your house. He will bless you with money. But you must be determined, I am a soldier for Christ. Hallelujah. Let's read the two verses again. Repetition is the mother of all learning. Amen. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Next. No soldier in active service entangled. Listen, the world wants us to be entangled in the system of the world. To be entangled, it's a whip that's around you. You cannot, you cannot give your ties. You cannot do this. You cannot do the will of God. If we want to have open air, if we want to have a service, no excuse me, pastor, because they are so deep in his cult, so deep in his world system that you cannot, you just live on wishes. No backbone, but only a wishbone for the Lord. I wish I can do this. I wish I can do this. Don't get entangled in the affairs of everyday life so that you may please the one who enlisted you as a soldier. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've got two friends in Namibia, more than two friends, but one became an ambassador of Namibia. The other one, they were both soldiers. And uh, where that time, uh, uh, Southwest Africa was fighting against Swapu, and both of them were called up to military service. For three months, we didn't see them. And Pius Donaisky, my friend, who became an ambassador for Namibia in India and in Germany. In fact, we're still in contact with each other. Amen. He was just three months married. And call up. He, he, he told us one day he came into town with the general and the commander. And there he saw his wife on the other side of the road. And he ran over the road and went to greet him. He was heavily disciplined for doing that. 
One day we went to go visit him after three months we could visit. We were sitting under the trees and they were, their barracks or where they was. Here pews come running with heavy boots and it was thick sand. When he came to us, we said, why are you running? He said, no, we must get used to these boots. We must run. Wow. Then he told us this. He said, the first day when they were all together, the troopies, they're sitting there in front of this uh, commander. And the commander pointed at him and said, you look like you're a teacher. In front of all of these thousands of new recruits. He said, I'm not a soldier. I'm not a teacher. He said, I'm telling you, you're a teacher. He said, I am not a teacher. In front of, he said, if I tell you, you're a teacher, you're a teacher. Tell everybody here, you're a teacher. And he said, I am a teacher. So he said, now that you are a teacher, over there lies a piece of paper. Please run as fast as you can. And bring the piece of paper to me. He had to run. And then he said to him, now sit down, teacher. Let me teach you. <laughs> wow, that's a soldier. That's a soldier. Amen. Taking commands. Amen. Pilots don't and soldiers don't have teachers. They have instructors. Praise God. Because it's a matter of life and death. If you're in the air with an aeroplane with 250 people, you have to follow commands. You cannot say, I have my opinion and I think this way or that way. Listen, my brothers and sisters, we are fighters in the air. We fight the devil and demons in the air. We are soldiers underground. We fight false Christianity. We fight the flesh. We fight the world. We fight sin. We fight Satan. We fight evil. We must be following instructions to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I think it's verse 4. It says, In whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. In other words, if you are unbeliever, it's because Satan, who is called the God of this world, has blinded your minds. Wow! In other words, you cannot see. If a blind man, if you can tell a blind man there's an other world, he will say, it cannot be. I wish you can see the beauty of a flower. I wish you can see the niceness of the food on your, on your plate. But he will say, you are speaking of a world that I don't know. If you will tell him about a flower, if you will tell him how beautiful he even looks, it's an other world. So Christianity takes you into an other world which others cannot see because the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. And what is their problem? Unbelief. 
not believing what the word of God is saying. Amen. This is Romans 10 verse 17. Then we get back to this. I preach prophetically. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want to show you eight great treasures that comes through a crucified life. Which the devil fears. Therefore he wants to stop the cross. Amen. If you say, but I don't have faith. I don't have faith. Faith comes. Look what it says. So faith comes from hearing. Not even reading. Do you hear me? What does that mean? You need somebody to preach to you. You need. But you see, your pride will cause you not to want to let, let God preach to me. I don't let other, a man preach to me. Hey. It's like Bishop Dag says, you want Eskom to come to you full blown. But Eskom do come to you through a plug that's there low down, right there by the skirting board. If you want to fry your egg or make your steak, or cook, you cannot go and pluck into Eskom directly. It will blow your steak away. So you say, I want God uh, himself to speak to me. God will blow you away. Amen. So God comes through a person. With flaws. His English is maybe not as good as yours. But he liked to use and disguise himself in vessels of clay. Wow. Wow. You say Moses that you honored, he was a murderer. David that we speak so much of, he was an adulterer. You say, oh my God. But David was a man of the God's heart. So if you look to the flaws, you will wait long for God to speak to you. So faith comes from hearing. And hearing by the word of Christ. The word concerning Christ. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. I'm speaking now of that we all must believe the word of and without faith, it is difficult to please the Lord God. It's not difficult. It's impossible. If you want to please God, you need faith. You say, Pastor, but how can I get faith? I just read to you, faith comes by hearing and obeying the word of God. Amen. If you don't have faith, and without, say without faith. Without faith. It's impossible. It's not difficult. It's impossible to please God. Amen. And without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that God is all that you need. God is, you don't 
Peter and them were fishermen. They did not add your education. Do you hear me? But they are sin Peter today. Wow. They were, they were, they were, they were sinners. But look what Jesus made of them. Hallelujah. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he comes to God, must believe that he is. He's everything I need. Therefore, there's a chorus that I love to sing to myself. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. Hallelujah. Praise God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. This verse is in the chapter of the heroes of faith. Hallelujah. The heroes of faith. Glory to the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 again. Can you see? I still need to read Philippians 2. Amen. Praise the Lord. In whose case the God of this world. Hey, Satan is the God of the... You, you can see God is not in charge of this world. God has got his church that rules and reigns on behalf of God in Christ's absence. The church is the government of God. But the church cannot fulfill its calling because... They cannot raise up believers taking up their cross. Amen. Amen. This world lies in the power of the devil. We like an embassy of God in this world. If South Africa is an embassy, I cannot say in Russia, because it's true, but if our embassy in Germany is a little South Africa in Germany. Is it so? The ambassador there speak on behalf of our country. If you come to that embassy, the food is South African. The dress goes, it's South African. The furniture speaks of South Africa. The church is God's embassy. Hallelujah. They must find God here. They must find God's food here. They must find God's dress coat here. They must find God's mannerism, Christ's attitude, Christ's heart. They must find it here. We are the embassy of God. Wow. What a blessing. First John chapter, I'll get back to that verse. First John chapter 5, I think, is nearly the last verse. That tells you this world lies in the power of the devil. First John chapter 5. Hallelujah. Yep. Is it verse 19? Praise God. Amen. We know that we are of God and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. The 
whole world, the arts, the music, the dress code, the, the devil runs all religions and all cults. He runs even false Christianity, false churches, because he knows human beings were made to worship a higher being. So he caters for them to worship a false god. Whether it's Hinduism, Islam, whether it is Christendom, whether Christendom is false, Christianity, where they sing long hymns, wear long dresses, but they don't preach, you must be born again. They cater for the sinful man, for the man that's blind, the man that is in the power of the devil. We know we are of God. And that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Wow, what a scripture. We know it. We're not doubting it. We know we are of from God. And that the whole world lies. What do we gain in preaching this? If we want fame, if we want more people here, if we want to be a huge church, you don't preach like this. You don't preach like this. You look for the favor of men. I don't want men's favor. You've got nothing to offer to me. Amen. And heaven will still be a heaven without you if, you if you're not born again. We won't miss you. Your family won't even miss you. It will be all new. Hallelujah. Amen. We preach. We know. Say we know. We are certain. We are assured. We're guaranteed. We have warranty. We have guarantee. Our policies are right. Hallelujah. We know we are of God. And that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Wow. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4. Wow, I haven't even looked at my notes. In whose case, the God of this world, Satan is the God. You know, Satan covered, covered worship. He said to Jesus, and he tempted, he said, if you bow to me, I will give you the whole world. What two things out of that statement? Jesus didn't argue with him that the world is in his power. He said, I look at the kingdoms of the world and its glory. It belongs to me. It has been given to me. Can we get, read Luke chapter 4? Hallelujah. Can we get the scripture? Can we look for verse? Wow. Yes, verse 5. 
And the devil led Jesus up and showed him all the kingdoms. He showed him America, New York, London, Cape Town, Pretoria, Lusaka. He showed him uh, Budapest, Hamburg, everything. He led him and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to Jesus, I will give you. Where did you get it? He said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory. For it has been handed over to me. Adam gave this authority to the devil. It has been handed over to me. And I give it to whomever I wish. Jesus didn't take the offer. The Antichrist, who is maybe alive today, will take the offer. The triple six. It is here. Wow. What was Jesus' answer? Therefore, if you look what he wants, he wants worship. So Satan created all these religions, all these cults to those who are blind, and he receives worship, and it makes him a god. He is the god of this world. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall all be yours. Hey, I'm reading now verse 8. Jesus went the way of the cross to get the world back. Hallelujah. Amen. And all who are following the cross will reign in this world over the devil too. Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Before service comes worship. Therefore, a church must be a church of prayer, of fasting, of worshiping. Seek even you privately at home. You must have your time of prayer, your time spending with the Lord. And it's not only a slot time. You are constantly worshiping and ministering to the Lord. You live a sacrificial life to the glory of God. You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Romans chapter 12 from verse 1. Just to tell you, we are living a sacrificial life. What does it mean, sacrifice? They want you to go that to that party, but you say, I'll come later. I first need to go to church. They say, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Oh, I'll, I'll go quickly and then I'll... What is wrong with you? Amen. You live a sacrificial life. If I stayed in the denomination that I went to Bible school, I would have been maybe far better sorted out today, but weak as a Christian. Out of the will of God. I left all that behind me to suffer with Christ, to sacrifice for him, to his glory and to his honor. If I listened to my parents at that time, 
my mom was also born again, my daddy born again, my brother and my five, uh, six, uh, five sisters, all born again. I walked away from everything. My mom was crying. My daddy could not understand. I've explained to them. Later on, they all came. And today, four of them are pastors. Others are married to pastors. It would have never happened if Edgar and us stayed in the denomination because there you have to have matric and you have to par. And in other words, Peter would not have qualified to be in the ministry. That's just one thing. But the denomination believe a lot of nonsense. They won't have even the Lord's Supper every Lord's Day. They don't baptize the way the Bible wants us to be to baptize. Still, I honor and respect them. They respect me too. And I'm getting invited even because love wins all and everything. No, no arrogance. But doing the will of the Lord. Being a holy sacrifice unto God. I'm reading. Therefore, Paul says, I urge you, brethren... By the mercies of God. See that God has been so merciful to you. I want you to present your bodies a living and a holy sacrifice. Praise God. To sacrifice means you are no altar. Amen. Therefore, even in the Church of England, they have an altar in front. So this is... But the altar is a place where you go and die on. The altar is a place where you go to sacrifice. Amen. Even this cross. Why do I wear this cross? Is to say we follow a sacrifice life. We sacrifice for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There's power in the cross. And here one of the powers of the eight year you will find one of them. Amen. Present, and not your spirit. When we have open air, we cannot bear to have open air with your spirit. We cannot have prayer meeting Wednesday with your spirit. Pastor, I cannot be there, but I'm in the spirit day. Amen. Amen. I cannot fast, Pastor, but my spirit is fasting with you. Wow. He says, present your bodies. In the Old Testament, it was dead sacrifices, animals. Today, we are giving our lives as living sacrifices. The world hates this. The world with Satan attacks this. Okay? Live, what does it say? Present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice. This is acceptable to God. Which is your spiritual service. This is real worship. Amen. I come now from Luke chapter 4. You shall, you shall worship the Lord your God only. And Him you will serve. Praise God. This is worship. When you present, and I'm telling, to tell, try to tell you, 24-7, my body as a service to the Lord, a sacrifice. Because if he has your body, he has your soul, 
and he's got your spirit too. He's got the whole of you. Hallelujah. If you do this, verse 2 says, please don't change the mic. Eh? Praise God, verse 2. And, and do not be conformed to this world. One of the enemies of Christianity is this ungodly, Christianized world. Amen. This world is an enemy of true Christianity. And if you are worldling, you want to fit in with the world, you cannot follow the Lord Jesus Christ. My God. Wow. Amen. So, praise God. And do not be conformed to this world. That word conform is the world press you into its mold. You are part of conformity. You, you part of the world. But be transformed by the renewing. The problem is in your unbelief, in your mind. But, and that word transform in Greek is metamorphosis. Big words, eh? Your pastor also knows big words. <laughs> we just make jokes when we have that, that kind of thing. Amen. Even when it's a common English word, we just say it's a big word. <laughs> Praise God. But be that word transform speaks of from a larva, an egg to a butterfly. If you newly saved after three months, people will say, we don't know you. You're so different. You, you went, underwent a transformation. Wow. By the renewing of your mind. Formerly you were just a worm. Or somebody in the in an egg, we, we, you don't hardly spoke. But look, look, when my mommy came to the Lord, she was just a housewife. My mom, mom had also a lot of kilos. You <laughs> but when my mom got saved, three times a week, my wife, my mom from Pinelands, or like I say, Garden Village. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Formerly when they say, from where are you when the train moved? I says, we're from Pinelands. <laughs> if I say Garden Village, they say, oh, from Falkenberg. <laughs> what a sock. Oh, you're there near Falkenberg. What a sock. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But three times a week, my mom took the train, Pineland Station to Salt River to church. All of her children came to the Lord because she stood strong. My daddy was against her salvation. My daddy wanted to divorce my mom. I was angry with my mom. But all seven of us came to the Lord. And my daddy also came to the Lord because of mommy standing strong and taking the suffering for Jesus. Amen. But why did the devil stir up my daddy and all of that? Because Satan hates the cross. And my dad was in the council of the Anglican church. I also hand out the books as people come in and see that the little stuff where they kneel and all of that. Outside before father comes, the elders stand there long. 
When father, the car comes around the corner. Whoa! My sister got married. They were dancing in the house. And her father stopped. Hey, put the wine away. Put the music. Stop everything. Yeah, he comes in. He says, why did you stop the dancing? Pour me also something. <laughs> and they dance with everybody. And my sisters. I'm speaking of false Christianity. That's that. Wow. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you might prove what the will of God is. In other words, when you walk a sacrificial life, you will get to the will of God for your life. You will never discover God's dream life for you. I would have never discovered God's dream life for me. I wanted to play soccer when I was at high school. And my, dad, my brother was a top soccer player. And I thought, like Benny McCarthy, if I can just get overseas, I will make a big time. Wow. My God. When I got saved, live a sacrificial love. This is God's will for me, my family, and for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the will of God is threefold. That which is good. When you get into the will of God, you will say, this is good. When you get into the will of God, you will say, this is acceptable. When you get into the will of God for your life, you will say, this is Perfect. This is tailor made for me. Wow. To say, oh, op parade say, I eat a tailor. I say, can it o me hook loop a can it or suits me? Amen. Wow. I are to say, quite lapis. Say a quite suit and I say, quite lapis. My God. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 to 13. And then I'll run through the eight benefits. Next week, we'll get to more bitter stuff to tell you what you need to sacrifice. Maybe one or two might slip in in the eight points. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only. Don't serve the Lord just in front of the pastor. You serve the Lord in front of God. Not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Next verse. For it is God who is at work in you. My God, when you are born again, God is. This is not a willpower. This is God inside of you. When you get born again, God enters you. Jesus is inside of you. There's a power in you to will and to work after God's pleasure. Amen. There's a, there's a power in me that the, this power makes me long to pray. This power let me long for believers. This power caused me to long for the Bible. This power caused me 
to long after holiness. This power in this life in me is upset when I do wrong. It disturbs. It, it, uh, 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 it doesn't feel good. That's Christianity. It's not a willpower to serve the Lord. Is God in you working both to will and to work for his good pleasure? Wow. Wow. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. As we often tell you, you don't need to teach a dog how to bark. It's in his nature. You don't need to teach a monkey how to climb a tree. If a monkey come here, I'll teach you how. No. When you're born again, I don't need to teach you to read the Bible. I don't need to teach you to long for believers. I do, the teaching is just to sort out your mind, but the desires, it, it, it just push up the longing to pray. Nobody taught me to be alone in a room and pray. In Pentecostal circles those years, people are just happy that you say there's hardly much teaching. You understand the preaching is that boom and fire. Not like this teaching. Hey, but I spent times alone as a 16-year-old in a room praying, seeking God. After about three days or so, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. I went to visit a, a, a friend in Athlone. He asked me, Edgar, do you speak in tongues? I said, no. He said, you can speak in tongues today. I said, I long to speak in tongues. Please help me. He went to go and get the key because his house was full of sinners. And there we went to the Dr. Abdurrahman Avenue there in Athlone. The church is still there. We opened the church. We, we said, Edgar, I'm going to pray. And after that, I pray in tongues and you pray too. When he stopped and he says, pray, I was praying. I was flying away. He was trying to pull me. After a while, he pulled me back. He said, he take that. He said, he hit it. He said, I said, let's pray again. And since that time, every day, my bird fly away. Out of this world, like an eagle mount up higher in God. And fly away from this world. Isaiah 40, the last two verses. Every one of you must have daily those times. If you can't in a room, but you must have. You must plan for it. But while you're driving, while you're under the shower, while you're at work, at the office, because when you pray in the tongues, your mind is not praying. It's your spirit that's praise. So your mind can think here about the figures and everything while your, your bird, your eagle, Moving, tapping into the spirit world to the glory of God. <laughs> if, if, uh, if the world and the world believers see you praying in tongues, say, look, this is nuts. <laughs> this. But we are God's embassy. Wow, we are God's embassy. Wow. 
If you invite other people maybe in, in, uh, to a bri, you ambassador of South Africa, they will say, who can say flesh or a flam way? We do this. You say, this is a barbecue. <laughs> By the way, it's a bri. Hey. It's only when they taste it that they say, wow. Booba. Kids, kids be. Hey. <coughs> Mark Lottering say, Os colors, os it no mere kids be see. Os it no lettuce. <laughs> what a shock. Amen. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, life makes you tired. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get. Are you running again to church? By us, Kegmuni Langer has 59 minutes BC. 59 minutes. Wow. And they watch. Even some churches, when you go there, you can say, it's quarter past, it's no for your listano up. Oh, it's the sin. <laughs> you understand? But if you, are, if you have taste for God, if you're hungry, you're a different person. You've got appetite. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. Eagles don't fly up. They don't go like this all the time. They wait for the current and they build their nests and live on mountains and the rocks. Hey, we are standing on Christ the rock. Praise God. And we know when the wind of the spirit moves in a church. And there, when the wind of the spirit comes, we just mount up. And you ride the wind. And you ride, you glide and you go up. We are not flying up, we mount up. With wings. Hey, when my children and our children were smaller in church, they, when we worship God, they look, they must look at their daddy and their mommy as Hannah must look at Vaughn and Ruth as they stand in God's house. So look at my daddy. Look at my mommy mounting up. Wow. This is the other face of my mom. This is the other face of my pastor. We are mounting up with wings of an eagle. When we come from there, we run, we don't get tired. We walk and we don't become weary to the glory of God. Philippians chapter 2. Amen. I need to get a landing now. Praise God. Verse 12. 
So then, my beloved, just as you always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out yourself. The word I gave you two weeks ago is work out. Amen. If you go to gym, you say, I'm going for a workout. Church, serving the Lord is a workout. And if you want to get fit, as an athlete or even healthy, and you have joined the gym, you must go at least three times a week. Is it so? You cannot stay there for 10 minutes. As when I joined the gym, to see it. Want they must so feel care a month attend. So that they can geldig blij. To see it, to feel like so betreed my loop. See it, I go always in. Hulle swipe, hulle loop, hulle gaat hulle toilet toe, hulle gaat hulle weer uit. Toe sê, daar is nogal kwaai. Some people also like that. They just saw their face in church, nothing going on. But we speak of a workout. Three times a week. Hallelujah. So that you can be fit spiritually to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Hey, also kids, when you strap here, up come. And some of them are going halfway stand here. I don't mind. But, but at least you're coming to church. Amen. At least you are coming to church. Glory to the Lord. If we preach to you, I'm closing now. If we preach to you, weak Christianity. It's like generic medicine. The real medicine the doctor described to you has got a certain price. But generic medicine is cheap. Is it so? Is it so? Most people take the cheaper medicine. Hey, my brother-in-law told me, I don't know if the story was true. This lady, also the doctor prescribed, quickly described, prescribed to her. When she got the, 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 the pharmacist described to her a generic that's cheaper. She took it. After three, five, or six months, she became very sick. She went to a doctor. He said, I told you, you need to get the original, the real. And then... She was in big trouble health-wise. She made, because the doctor said, you've got not long to live because of not going for the real thing. She took the pharmacist to court. She won the court case, two million or what. People, the family were happy, but she was crying because she won't benefit from the two million. She will be dead Soon she will be dead. Churches are dead. Believers are dead because of taking generic medicine. Taking that which is cheap. Not the cross. Not the cross. That which is cheap and inferior. I don't need to pay a price to serve God. I don't need to pay a price. I don't want to pay the price for the real medicine. No. You soon will be sick spiritually. And you will die. Some churches are on steroids. Steroids 
it built quick muscle. Quick muscle. Hey. But your lifespan is also short because of steroids. You get churches quickly big, large, huge. Today, there's a shaking in the church. All people that have got anorexic spiritual. Do you know anorexic? It's you believe you're fat, but you, as thin as a rake. You, you've got no weight, but in your mind, you, you, many churches and believers are big, proud, big and strong, but spiritually, as thin as a rake, lightweight. No weight spiritually, not soldiers, but in their mind, they are overweight. They are strong. They are fat. Water down. We don't water down God's word here. My last scripture, Math, Mark chapter 8. You're happy that it's the last scripture, some. Amen. Oh, there's, there's still one scripture after that. <laughs> Matthew chapter 8, I think it's verse 30, 38, but let's, yes, let's stay there. Let's stay there. Amen. But let's take 34 because I'll read till 38. And he summoned the crowd with his, always when there's a crowd, Jesus starts to speak about the cross. It's like Peter would have get upset with the Lord. And say, listen, we have a crowd here. You always disturb the problem. We want to be big. We want to be lots. But every time when there's a crowd, you introduce the cross. Wow. And he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If anyone, say if anyone, wishes to come after me. Amen. In other words, you need to become a follower. No, you are too opinionated. You are too strong in your own uh, education and your upbringing. You cannot follow. You're disqualified. The Lord don't want you. Get your own heaven as when we open up here. Somebody, uh, uh, Portuguese guys, work, walk past here. Uh, and we wanted to share with him the gospel. He says, no, I'm a Roman Catholic, and I will die a Roman Catholic. Then he said, I'll go. When we spoke about the owl, he said, I'll go to the Catholic heaven. What a shock. <laughs> so the devil has already told him there's a heaven for Catholics. <laughs> if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. And take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. You go after your own dream. When you're old, you will die like a fool and wonder what was this life all about. Meteo degrees. Meteo all your trots gaat het die graf in. And say the yell. 
For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Verse 36. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and loses his soul? What profit is there in? What profit it is that you live till 80, you had all the glory, the money, you have every, and at the end you lose your soul. The next verse. For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? That word exchange means what is worth going to hell for? Ask yourself, what is worth this is how we must preach the gospel to people. What? When you inhale, you say, it was worth that I didn't do that. Hey, for what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Verse 38. For whoever... Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, in this, look at what he speaks of this world, of this adulterous and sinful generation. Adulterous means you belong to God, but you have sex with the world and with Satan and with demons. You are living for the world. You belong to God. This adulterous. And sinful generation. The son of man will also be ashamed of him. When he comes in glory of the father. And of his father. And, and, and holy angels. Proverbs 31. And here we close. Hallelujah. Verse 30. It speaks of a virtuous woman. But a woman is a type of the church. And F.D. Casey wants to be like this church. Charm of a woman is deceitful. And beauty of a woman is vanity. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. We want the praise of God in this church. Can I translate this for you? Charm of a church because a woman is a type of the church. Charm of a church is deceitful. And the beauty of a church can be vanity. But a church who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. The next verse say, give her such a church, the product of her hands, and, and let her work praise her in the gates. In other words, what we do for God will get praised by him. Then first verse 30 again. You go after the charm of a church. Hey, look at the, the sound, the drums, the screams. Charm of a church is deceitful. You see, we've got learned men in our church. Our drummers are qualified. Look at the hair. Look at the, e look at the earring. We sit with caps on our heads in our church. The men. Look at the jeans. Geskeer. Die broer staan voor je op die jeans. Die achter die boot is ook op. 
but we are church. Charm of a church is deceitful. And the beauty of a church is vanity. But here we fear the Lord. What are we fearing? We're going to be judged, me, I'm going to be judged one day. Being a leader of a church and people, me and my wife, we will be judged more stricken than you. Wow. Can we stand and give the Lord praise? Please close your eyes. We will have our coffee in about 10 minutes time. Is there anybody who want to give his life to the Lord while your eyes are closed? You can raise your hands and we will lead you to the Lord. Please do so quickly to the glory of God. Just raise your hand and we will pray for you. You said, why do you do this publicly? Jesus died publicly for you. A spectacle to the world. Amen. Lastly, if you wish to serve the Lord Jesus, you can raise your hands and we will. Years ago when we did this, my brother alone walked forward. And he's an elder today. My eldest son, he alone walked forward in a huge hall. And he went to give his life to the Lord. Yeah, he is a pastor today. Is there anyone for the last time? I said, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Is there somebody that's sick and needs prayer? And please pray for your own headache. I mean anything else. You need deliverance from demonic powers. You can come forward. I'll pray for you now. Do so quickly to the glory. softly in tongues. Amen. Let's pray. There's power here. Amen. Father, I pray for Lazan's son. Pray that you will heal him from all discomfort in the mighty name of Jesus. We break the works of Satan and of sickness in Jesus' name. Bless his mom that looks so well after our place. Bless her husband and her children. Provide for her in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anybody else? If you close now. Can we pray in tongues? Can Auntie Mary come, please? Our elderly lady, can you just walk Auntie Mary? This is Auntie Mary's over 80. And she climbs the steps. 
86. Wow. Give the Lord praise for Auntie Mary. Can Auntie Mary? Okay, thank you. Sit, sit there, Auntie Mary. Sit there, Auntie Mary. I just feel led to pray for Auntie Mary. That's from the baby to the oldest. Hallelujah, oldest. Father, I pray that you will bless Auntie Mary with good health, with joy, with peace in her spirit. Strengthen her ankles, her knees, and her body. And thank you for her being so faithful, giving money to the work of God. Oh God, look favorably over Auntie Mary's life. Answer her prayer for her children, her grandchildren. And may your favor rest upon Auntie Mary. I bless you in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I cut off all evil and all accidents. God bless you. Be blessed. Be blessed, Auntie Mary. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we sing, at my worst I find you? Hallelujah. And then I close in prayer. Hallelujah. Dallas Holmes. Glory to his name. Thank you for a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you. Enjoy a cup of coffee and a donut and receive the blessing. Amen. Lift up the sound, please, and the words. At my words, you found me. At my words, you died. At my words, you loved me. And at my words, you tried to tell.
Receive the blessing of the Lord. Say this after me. The Lord bless me. The Lord God's over me. The angels of the Lord accompany me. I am a blessed child of God. I am a soldier. A soldier in the making. I take up my cross. I deny myself. To follow the Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. I worship you, Son of the living God. Heavenly Father, I'm so happy that I'm part of your family. I belong to the bride of Christ. I'm part of the body of Christ. I am an ambassador. In the embassy of God, the church of God, our church are blessed, our church are favored by the living God. Protect our church from all accusations and attacks of the devil. We are victorious, we are triumphant, we are winners. We are on the winning side. I praise the Lord. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. The Lord bless you. Thank you very much.